0: We hope you're enjoying the Mutual Audio Network. Stick around, there's much more to come. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. It's time. You're listening to the National Edgar Allan Poe Theater on the Air. Sponsored in part by Baltimore's own Raven Beer, this ongoing series brings to your ears the best-known works from America's revered grandfather of horror and suspense. From room to room in the asylum of the mysterious Dr. Mallard, Poe's wretched souls describe their awful tales while they await the doctor's revolutionary system to treat and cure the mentally crippled. In today's episode, the National Edgar Allan Poe Theatre on the Air takes on Poe's poem of a man searching for the mythical city of gold. El Dorado. In our last episode, The Premature Burial, we explored one person's tale of claustrophobia and the unrelenting terror of being entombed alive.
1: Opening my eyes, or closing them. A uniform darkness, unchangeable. I counted each breath. In desperation, I tried to revive my body to match the vivid animation of my mind. Then came the moment I dreaded most of all.
0: Now, Professor Mallard leads us down the hall for a conversation with another of his children. And how are you holding up? We've barely scratched the surface of the rooms here in the asylum and the many peculiar people housed within. It can become a bit overwhelming, can it not hearing one tragic story after the next? Hard to know what to make of it all, or what can possibly be done for our guests. I can certainly understand... In fact, our next case sometimes leaves me with just such a, let's call it, unfulfilled feeling. This guest is indeed a puzzle. His story is as suspenseful as any you'll hear. The ending, as he tells it, actually offers some solace of merely a spiritual nature. It's one of my greatest frustrations that he cannot retain the message, however, for as you'll soon see, trauma has taken him to a place and time outside our own and he clearly prefers to this for he returns to it over and over again he lives in the past quite literally and i suspect before our visit is done we may see our friend complete the cycle at least once But in the meantime, we do what we can to sustain him, even providing him with a guitar, with the softest strings, of course. He is quite fond of singing. For my part, I'm not a fan, neither of his voice nor his subject matter. But you'll hear for yourself. Here we are. Let's enter. Good morning, my good man. Morning, strangers. What brings you around here? Oh, dear. Here we go. My friend and I here have heard tell of your wondrous stories. <laughs> it's true. I've lived a life. Just finished writing a tune about it, in fact. Hey, what do you say? Can I regale you with it? By all means. It is what we came for,
2: after all. <laughs> That's great. Gayly that i a gallant night, In sunshine and in shadow Had journeyed long, singing a song in search of El Dorado. But he grew old this night, so bold, and all his heart a shadow. Fell as he found no spot of ground that looked like El Dorado. And as his strength Failed him at length, he met a pilgrim shadow. Shadow, said he, where can it be, this land of El Dorado? All the mountains of the moon, down the valley of the shadow. Ride boldly, ride the shade, replied, if you seek for El Dorado.
0: Yes, splendid, splendid. Say, strangers, do you have time for a tale? A tale of a search for gold and adventure in the Wild West? Well, <laughs> uh, certainly. Capital. Then sit yourselves down and get ready for a real humdinger. It started, like most great stories do, with a chance meeting. We first clapped eyes on each other at one of the sad little faceless towns that dot the western landscape. There, among those rude and desperate folk, he stood out as a giant. An older man, dressed head to toe in the finest clothes money could buy, he was far more than most would ever think they'd find in such a remote and desolate backwater. (laughs) Bartender, drinks all round (laughs) And you, Fred, what's your pleasure? I'm good, thank you I see you are Barkeep, another of what this man's had There's no need, I don't even know your name I didn't offer it I prefer something a bit catchier To match my flamboyant demeanor If you call me anything at all Just call me The Knight The Gallant night right i will if i may ask why all the good cheer a celebration a bon voyage of sorts a bon voyage my friend what if i told you for a certainty that you could know wealth beyond your wildest dreams what wealth i don't know what el dorado the golden city it's out there just beyond our grasp and i mean to find el dorado Everyone's heard of the rich gold deposits in the hills just beyond the prairie, but it's just wild talk. It's not, I assure you. Not too long ago, I was exploring the wilderness beyond town. I became lost and disoriented. Feverish and too weak to stand, I was rescued by a scouting party of indigenous folk. While I regained my strength, they told stories of vast fields of yellow stone, no more than a few days' ride from their little outpost land. there is so rich with the stuff, they say, a man can stick his shovel in the earth wherever he may please and turn up piles of it. Look here. I snuck away a piece from their camp. Certainly looks like gold. That's right. And there's more where that came from. Much more. I'm sure of it. Sure enough that I've wrangled a small advance from my creditors to put together whatever I may need to stake a claim of our own. I have an instinct for such things. You'll see, and I know, I know, I feel it almost in my bones that the talk of gold here is not just the stuff of legends. The legends are signposts on the road to El Dorado. Yeah, but what does this all have to do with me? And as easy as that, he had me. Hook, line, and sinker. With no other job, not even a roof over my head, the wild promise of food, shelter, and all the gold I could carry was a better offer than I'd heard all year. We struck off the very next morning with a full camp in tow. Bunks, grub, everything we'd need. It was exciting and frightening all at once. Over the weeks and months to come, the gallant knight and I grew close, as you'd expect with no other company for miles. I was the pen to his hand, the crew to his captain. He called the shots, I made them. we dig. We dug, no questions, no complaints. We were on a quest for El Dorado. But the work was hard. We had nothing to show for our efforts. Nothing. Nope. Another dry vein. A simple setback to be expected. Right. We have the whole world ahead of us. The whole world. Let's uh let's stop. Stop for today, shall we? I have to admit, this latest failure's put me back on my heels for a moment. I just—I I don't. It just seemed so close. When the villagers told me of the sight, it was—I don't know—so real. I could feel it. I could taste it. And to have it turn up as it is, as nothing. Look up, man! It's just one little hole in the ground, one riddle along the way to the prize, riches, wealth beyond our wildest dreams beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah, beyond measure, but we need patience. All we need is just a little patience. You're right, of course. Patience. If only my creditors felt the same way. And so we pressed ever onward now countless miles from our starting point. On one of our last visits back to town, my partner found himself in a terse standoff with his creditors. The finances were dwindling. To keep on, he sold off what he could. Horses, provisions, even the fine clothes off his back. We were in trouble. I knew it. And my friend, the once gallant knight, was becoming a broken man. His health failing, the twinkle in his eye had hardened to a desperate stare, focused only on the treasure that might finally bring his life meaning. Every new disappointment wore away at him physically and mentally. With no other soul around for miles, the unraveling of my only companion put me on edge as well. I resolved to do whatever I could to keep him from slipping much further.
2: <laughs>
0: nothing! Nothing again! Damn! How long will this go on? It's all right. Please, friend, don't get yourself so worked up. We'll never get anywhere if you don't set your mind right. My mind is fine. You worry about yourself. What do you care anyway? All you do is ride along on my coattails. None of this matters to you, not really. Well there's no risk for it's you. It's all right. Now come on now, take it easy. I know you've poured your heart and soul into all... Get your hands off me. You you're so quick with all the well, I don't know what you're talking talk. about. What am I, your child? Well, of course you not. Have to watch out for me. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. God, the stink of you! You never believe. Well, I do. Me. You human. No, no, no you're wrong. I disgust. Please look at yourself. Look at your own damn self, you self-righteous bastard. I've had my eye on you. Oh yes.
1: Oh yes. You're hurting
0: me. Hurting you. You have no idea. Get on your knees. Stop now. Put the gun down. This is crazy. You're being crazy. Shut up. You shut your mouth or I'll do it for you. you but good. You don't want to do this. I do. Oh, I do. No, don't. Think. Think. Please, God, just think for a minute. Now, you're sick. I'm not. You are. All of this, it's just too much. It's all too much. Believe me, I know. But please, you're not yourself. You don't want this. You don't. God, you don't want this. Oh, what am I doing? You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. I'm i'm just tired i'm bone tired oh my head i'm so dizzy I'm so, so Here, yeah, let me help you take hold of me let's rest down by this scrub of bushes here uh, oh thank you friend you know when i really stopped to think about it you've been by my side through this whole adventure when my first claim went bad you were there When I went broke from this fool's errand, you were there. Now here I am at death's door, and here you are beside me, as always. Hush now. You know, I'm starting to think you're bad luck. (laughs) Don't talk that way. Nobody's dying. Yeah, stop. let's just stop kidding ourselves. I'm dying, and we both know it. My strength has failed me, finally. My body's been used up with all the digging, the hard miles, the disappointment. I've given up everything I ever loved. All I know for certain is there's no spot of ground anywhere that looks like El Dorado. Quiet, old man. You just need your wind back. We'll get on the trail once you have your legs back under you. Yeah. Whatever you say. Hey, what's that? What? There. Off ahead there with its back to the sun. Is that a rider? Hmm. Looks like... Let's stay sharp. Anyone this far out's either following us or looking for trouble. Maybe both.
1: Yes. Greetings to you both. Might you spare a few moments for a weary traveler?
0: You're a sight past any signs of civilized life, pilgrim.
1: Yes. And yet, here we all are. I said civilized life, didn't I? <laughs> yes. Fear not. I am where I need to be. Wait. Do I know you? Yes. I have
0: a bad feeling about this. It's all right. It's all right. I do know you.
1: Yes. I I am known by many names. You may call me Shadow. Shadow. Yes. And when I am called, most ask of me a question. A single question. Have you a question? So yes. no, don't! Yes, you may ask. Ask your question. Shadow. Stop! Shadow, where is it? Where can it be? I've searched for wealth
0: beyond measure, and there's nothing. Nothing. Well, there's no meaning to any of it. And I have to know, where is it? Where can it be, this land of El Dorado? I must know the answer, I must... I've given up everything.
1: Yes. Not everything. What?
0: Not everything? What is there left to give?
1: Yes. You already know. Yes. Yes. You will allow me to approach. Yes.
0: No! Stop it! It's alright. It's alright now. Come closer, Shadow. Can you tell me, please, where can it be, this land El Dorado? I won't let you take him.
1: Yes. Over the mountains of the moon, down to the valley of the shadow. You can see it now.
0: I see it. I can see it. I'm so close. What are you talking about? See what? There's nothing there.
1: It's beautiful. Yes. Are you ready?
0: Yes! No!
1: Yes. Then take my hand. We must ride. Yes. Yes. Now, ride. Ride boldly. Ride if you search for El Dorado. Uh, No! Yes.
0: No! just like that. In an instant, the sky grew dark, the earth shook, time stood still, and they vanished. They vanished into a mist that blew upward to heaven and burst into infinity. They were gone. If they had ever really been there at all. I don't know how long I spent wandering the desert alone. I was finally found by a scouting party. I was delirious, but filled with a deep, quiet. Because even while gripped with fear as the gallant knight disappeared before my eyes, I knew the shadow was right. El Dorado exists. A spellbinding yarn. Exhilarating. I do have, however, one small question. Go on. What year do you think it is? Year? Why... 1845. Very well, then. Now please listen to me carefully and believe me when I say for the hundredth time there was never a gallant knight. What are you talking about? Uh, Of course there was. I was elbow to elbow with a man for well over a year. There was a man found wandering and feverish in the desert by an indigenous party, as your so-called gallant knight recounted to you, and they did tend to him and told him tales of gold, but that's where our stories diverge. What do you mean? In my version of the tale, the man's rescuers then sped him to the nearest hospital, where he was treated for severe sunstroke and near-fatal heat exhaustion, and ultimately turned over to my care. But there's no hospital around there for hundreds of miles, it's just prairie and Perhaps in the time you believe it to be, but the area is rather more built up today. Because the fact of the matter, dear man, is that the year is not 1845. In fact, the present day is considerably farther in the future. The (laughs) present... See for yourself. Check the date on this newspaper. Look through your window and tell me, does this in any way resemble the untamed West in which you claim to have spent the past year? Well... No... Wait, I... I My reasoned opinion is that the gallant knight, the man who so desperately needed rescue, and an answer to his obsessive search for wealth, was you all along. Me? Why else would he have no name and only that magical sobriquet? With death imminent and all hope seemingly lost, your mind woven an ornate fabric to distract itself from a slow and no doubt agonizing demise. Uh, That's that's impossible. I assure you it is not. You have, of course, learned a valuable lesson from this experience, one that many doubters may never learn. Uh, And why is it? Why of man's obsessive search for wealth or meaning? True rewards are ours, only when life and time itself no longer matter, beyond this veil of tears, as we ride boldly to the trail's end, we will finally have wealth beyond measure. Uh, That's all. That's enough. Enough. It's enough. Enough. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Say, strangers, do you have time for a tale? A tale of search for gold and adventure in the Wild West? Yes, as I said from the start, here is where we come full circle yet again. I think it's time we bid farewell to this dear fellow.
2: Gayly bedied a gallant night in sunshine and in shadow journeyed long singing a song in search of El Dorado
0: What do you make of that? Quite poignant, wouldn't you say? He holds the key to mankind's deepest desires and yet remains locked in a cycle that reduces the answer to a never-ending quest for more and yet, of course, there is no more On some level he must understand, but we will never know until we find a way to break the cycle. Of course, break it we shall, for my system is infallible, but while we find a way to bring together the two halves of his personality to a stable whole, he is safer here, where he can sing songs to his heart's content than he is on the street. Ah well, shall we continue with our own little adventure? My next fascinating case is just steps away. You've been listening to the National Edgar Allan Poe Theatre on the Air and our production of El Dorado, adapted for radio by Alex Zavistovich. El Dorado was directed by Alex Zavistovich and produced by Ty Ford, with the voices of Mel Stockwell and Alex Zavistovich. Poe Theatre on the Air theme by Greg Martin. The National Edgar Allan Poe Theatre on the Air is sponsored in part by Baltimore's own Raven Beer, purveyors of Poe-inspired craft beer. More information can be found on the web at www.ravenbeer.com. More information on the National Edgar Allan Poe Theatre on the Air can be found at www.poetheater.org. Until next time, this is Alex Avistovic reminding you that all that we see or see is but a dream within a dream.